to the edition. I'm your host, Charlotte Henry. And this week, almost like I planned it, I've got a follow-up to last week's show. Uh, last week, I was with Brian Chaffin, and we talked about all the new stuff that Apple had released at its September the 7th event called Far Out. And um, But none of us, have, we didn't have our hands on the goods yet. We, we hadn't really emptied our bank accounts and sent all our money to Tim Cook. But I have with me someone who has. Uh, Nika Monford from the Snob OS podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Confess to everyone what you did. <laughs> Thanks for having me. It's always good to, to be on with you. So Tim Cook did get all of my money. Oh, my yeah. Apple card got quite a workout on um, the 9th of September. So I picked up all of the new things. I got a new iPhone 14 Pro. I got the new um, stainless steel uh, Apple Watch Series 8, and I also got the new second-generation AirPod Pros. So um, the scheme of the Apple folks worked on me they because they took all you. of my money. <laughs> they got you. For um, sure. So, yep. Uh, you beat the uh, shipping deadlines as well, which well, we can touch on that a little bit. Okay. But I... Brian and I were discussing largely what these devices were as kind of content creation and consumption devices. You know, can you consume media on it? Can you create media on it? We even sort of idly speculated about making a blockbuster movie on an iPhone, given how good the cameras are now getting. And I really wanted to get you as someone who's got the stuff in their hands, what your first impressions are. How good are those new cameras on the 14 Pro? So the cameras are not surprising, but they're quite good. So I typically pick up devices kind of like on alternating years, unless it's something that's super fantastic that comes out. So I'm coming from an iPhone 12 Pro. Okay, and Nika, I swear, if you make me go and upgrade my 12 Pro to a 14 Pro, we're going to really fall out. Please be very <laughs> careful what you say. Okay, okay I will be very <laughs> careful. So for me, I was thinking the phones are about the same size. I like to have the clear case on my phones because, I mean, I got the gold, so it's flashy, it's pretty. And so I popped off my clear case from my 14 Pro, I mean, from my 12 Pro, and tried to pop it onto my 14 Pro. It did not fit because the cameras are so much bigger and they actually protrude out from the back of the phone. So the notch itself wasn't big enough. And then the other thing was when I put my phone down, the camera was actually on the surface when the phone was elevated. So the cameras actually protrude out to give, you know, you more of that wide shot, crisper shot. So it's one of those things, the, the case that I ended up getting, which is kind of funny, it has like little elevators, I guess, levers on the side, on all th on the three sides of the case that's not on the camera side because the camera sticks so far out and you don't oh. want your camera on the flat surface so it kind of it kind of gives it like gives it like a little tray to kind of you know the phone to sit up higher so your your lenses don't you know touch the actual surface and... right and it's like a significant you know it's maybe a fourth or a quarter of an inch type of little lip on the edge of the case so that it doesn't you know hit the actual surface as you're describing it i'm looking at pictures 
And you could now you've said it, you could sort of tell that there be the apples like pre promo materials and stuff are showing this kind of the lenses protruding out quite far. But yeah, I can see it's not the type of thing you noticed till you've actually got one and started like putting it on the table and then panicking that you've scratched it all up or whatever. Right. And that was like during the whole setup process. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Let me like flip it on the on the face. But then I was like, I'm upgrading. So I kind of need to see where I'm going. So I I held it quite a bit to not <laughs> to not scratch up a brand new phone. Nika was actually kind of nursing it and just like I was. Deadly. Um but have like when you've taken pictures with these cameras, have you really noticed a difference? Noticed the video, like going from 12 Pro to 14 Pro, is that a significant upgrade? Do you think for people who care about making content on their phone? I think so, especially coming from a 12. I don't know if there's a bigger difference from the 13, yeah. but definitely coming from the 12, I noticed it. And when you first open up the camera, you know how you can personalize how you want your images to look. So it's like standard and it's like vibrant. You can set that kind of off the top of how you want all of your oh, images yeah. to look. The kind of Instagram effect type thing that Apple right. Did started yep. building into some of its camera software right and you can just kind of swipe over to kind of right. see the different for lack of a better word filters of the different you know images on the front but it is a lot crisper and a lot cleaner um yeah. coming from a 12 would you like shoot video and create content you do do you think it's good enough that you would you put some yeah. out there on it for sure oh, this is so the wrong answer Nika, I swear. <laughs> And even on the front facing camera, you know how it can look a little fuzzy. It's like, let me try and clean up to get it a little yeah. crisper. The front facing camera is actually pretty crisp as well. Everyone and I was now like, is just wow. checking out Nika's uh, selfies because she's just looking. <laughs> yeah, that. like I, I just while we're talking, I kind of flipped it around just to kind of see what it would yeah. look like. And it's it's pretty crisp. And Nika. I don't really even have a lot of lighting on. And it's, Nick, yeah, it's you're crisp. basically looking at yourself going, I look good. Yeah, pretty nice. much. <laughs> You've got to do it, embrace it. Um, yeah. But it's, uh, it is interesting that they've really doubled down because that's, it's always the thing. And I, I agree with you about this kind of alternative year upgrade cycle. It seems that unless you've got a provider who's kind of, it's built into your contract that you get the latest one. Mm -hmm. It does seem to me that, every two or even if you can stretch it three years uh is, is the best way to operate like i don't think people who had a 12 noticed very much difference when they got a 13 right but i think if you were going from an 11 to a 13 you probably did notice a difference mm -hmm. and it sounds like that's what you're describing in lots of different ways with the 12 to the 14 uh particularly at the pro end and it seems to be the pro end where they've really uh put i, I you know i've read different reviews where People are saying, even if you're going from like a normal 13 to a normal 14 or whatever, even normal, like the 14 doesn't seem to be giving that much, be that right. significant upgrade. It seems a lot of the resources went into this pro model that you've got. Yeah. And a lot of people who've asked me about it, I've told them, I was like, if you have a 13 and you're going from a 13 to a 14, or if you're going from a 13 pro to a 14 pro, it's really, you're probably not going to see a huge difference in the camera and in 
you know, the functioning of the phone, probably the biggest difference I think people will see is going from like a 13 to a 14, uh, well, 13 Pro to a 14 Pro is the whole dynamic island yes. type of thing. That's the biggest type of, I think, change that anybody going from 13 Pro to 14 Pro or Pro Max or whatever, they'll, yeah, they'll see. Yeah. It's only in the Pro devices, isn't it, dynamic? Yeah. Dynamic island. Now, just a quick reminder, that's the notch at the front of your phone. Apple has sort of taken away the hardware version of it and created a software version of it. And as the name implies, that changes. So if you're on a call, you can like do stuff within the call, right? And if you're listening to audio, you can scroll through audio using it and it gets bigger and smaller depending on whether you're using it. Um, I, I, there might be some pictures I can include in the show notes to explain it as well. But how have you found that, particularly from a kind of content consumption point of view, like listening to podcasts or whatever, are you finding it a useful tool that? I like it. I've seen a lot of chatter of people saying, oh, I don't like it. I want to go back to my old notch. But for me, like I, I use my phone a lot and I'm toggling through, you know, different screens. And usually I'm listening to a podcast or I'm listening to music and just to be able to kind of see where I am, be able to tap on it and, you know, get the fuller screen without having to do a full swipe down to like access it. Um, to me, it's it's been pretty fun to see how it shrinks and expands. And the um, face ID is built into that little pill-shaped island as well. So you don't have the full overtaking screen to do your face ID. It just kind of pops up into like a little you know, rounded edge square for the face ID and it doesn't take up that nice. much screen real estate. Oh, so that actually stops, like if you're actually maybe listening to something or whatever, it actually stops that being disturbed. You can keep that going and do your face ID. Like, yep. And it's a little pop down and it yeah. goes, it's quick and it goes back up and you continue on with, with what nice. you're doing. Yeah. Dynamic on did kind of strike me as one of the things that would be worth an upgrade, probably worth an upgrade for, because you also suspect it's the type of thing with Apple that they're going to, have introduced it and you think eh, don't quite this is okay I don't quite know what it's for and then they release a whole bunch of other stuff where they right. are you know where, where they use it right exactly they'll add all sorts of functionality to it you you can really see them doing that can't you in, as yeah absolutely absolutely and people who are kind of complaining about it now I'm like this is the we just got the phone it hasn't been a week People's apps haven't been updated necessarily for iOS 16. So the use cases for this particular dynamic island can, you know, the, the sky is the limit, so to speak, for this. Yeah. We don't know all the use cases. So you may not fully like it now. I like it, but just give it a beat and, you know, see what, what comes up next before you kind of make the swift U-turn. I'm going back to what I yeah, have Yeah, we don't always need the hot takes. We can yeah. we can let it cool a bit. It's yeah, okay. yeah. Let it let it chill a little bit. Yeah, we're okay. Um, I I'm really interested to see what they do with Dynamic Island actually from mm -hmm. a media consumption point of view because I'm sure it's going to become the focus of how you can control video, audio, all that kind of thing from it within your phone. Yeah, and I would like to see it maybe like a preview window, like if you're taking oh, a photo or nice. taking video for it to kind of just drop down, just give you like a little preview window of, of, of what, you know, you're seeing. So, and then because of the size of it, um, you know, again, I have the Apple watch as well, and you can take photos from the Apple watch, maybe a little preview, you know, there, 
the use cases are, are, you know, I think, you know, potentially exponential. So yeah, I think I kind of see where it goes. I completely agree with you. Now that they've made these things, you can see them just building more and more stuff into it. Oh my goodness, I've just realized it's going to become like iTunes or the dock or something where like everything is in there. Right. <laughs> you can so see it happening. Um, oh, that could be part of my campaign to bring back iTunes. But anyway, um, yeah, I think I, I think it will be the kind of media hub of your phone, the dynamic island. And have you noticed how's that new swanky screen on the display on the uh, 14 Pro? It looks pretty nice when I look at videos and pictures of it how are you find it in real life it's very like i said that i think the word is probably crisp like the images are crisp the screen is crisp the reaction time on swiping um is is fairly um you know slick as well so you know overall you know i had some issues you know getting it set up and those types of things which i haven't really had since the very early days of iphone so it's oh, a little really? bit shocking and, you know, on our show, we always talk about the squeaky wheel, you know, gets the oil. And, you know, Terrence and I usually were like, I hadn't seen those issues. And I can say this time around, I have run into some setup issues. But once everything was, you know, set up and running, it's been it's been fairly smooth. And, you know, it's 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 hitting, you know, the expectation marks for me. Nice. Um, how are you? Yeah. How are you finding that new Apple Watch then? Again, interested in it in the kind of, you know, obviously Fitness Plus is, to all intents and purposes, a, a content service, isn't it? I mean, we're supposed mm-hmm. to do stuff whilst using it, but, you know, right. it's, it's video content. And um, I don't know if you use it. I use it a bit, and I, I quite like what they're doing with it. They're kind of building out Fitness Plus, aren't they, into a real thing. And obviously, with iOS 16 and what they've announced is that it just any phone, any iPhone now right. can, can use Fitness Plus as opposed to you don't need an Apple Watch, but you have one. How are you finding the new Apple Watch? What are we looking at in terms of like how it can helps you control the stuff you're listening to or watching? How's it going? Um, So far, so good. For the Apple Watch, I did have quite a bit of leap as well from the Apple Watch because I was really hoping for a redesign. So I have the, I had the Apple watch five. And so I would have normally, yeah, I would have normally skipped the six. And then when the seven came out, I was expecting to get that, but it looked pretty much the same. And I was like, it's not worth me at this time getting. And then when the eight came out, I was really hoping for a redesign. We technically got a redesign, but not the ultra is just kind of way too much for me. I don't need all that extra, not crap, but stuff. That's not (laughs) kind of what I'm into. I'm not not climbing. I'm not, you know, all that stuff. So I don't really need it. And then the orange for me was kind of a little bit off-putting because I have to also take into consideration my, my fashion matches and this big orange button is not going to really go with everything. And honestly, the screen, the 49 millimeter screen, that's just way too big for me. I have just, to say, as a display, it doesn't seem particularly female friendly. Like, no. we do tend to have smaller, like, I've got the small Apple Watch. I see, what's that, 41 millimeters? Mm-hmm. Is that the normal smaller that's, display? Yeah, that's a small one, yeah. Like, okay, I'm I'm a relatively small person, but, like, for, that's a whole 
eight eight inches millimeters of display yeah more that's quite a lot and i don't see like given that as i understand it you know things like looking at pictures and video has not particularly improved on the apple watch i I don't see why you would need to display that size yeah i don't either and i when during the announcement i was like they are definitely marketing marketing this to a specific group because sure. it does have the rugged feel to it. It does have like, it could take a hit and keep on, you know, ticking if you're rock climbing, if you're skiing or, or scuba diving, that is, you would need a bigger display to see, you know, what's going on with, you know, whatever this, you know, extreme activity you're doing. But for everyday use, it just, it just was, it was, a bit too much for me um so i was like i don't i don't need it (laughs) no for flipping between podcasts and music and turning down the text here or there yeah yeah, it's not what you need it for is it no no um ways yeah i'm unfortunately we're gonna blame shipping delays on this (laughs) i know it's not technically true but i'm blaming the shipping delays anyway you haven't got they haven't received the new airpods pro 2 because i'm quite intrigued by this because mm-hmm. I'm really interested to see the physical um, volume controls that they've mm-hmm. added on the stems. Now, this is from someone who spent like a number of years mocking the stems on AirPods and refusing <laughs> to get some until I've eventually... They're too long! Exactly, exactly. Until I eventually succumb to the pros and love them. Yep. Um, as Brian was keen to remind me last week that he had told me I would love them and then I bought them and I love them. Um, he was keen to remind me of this. But <laughs> I think making them part of a they've tried to separate the airpods pro and the phone quite a lot Mm -hmm. Uh, you know particularly using the apple watch if you have a cellular apple watch things like that so they've wanted it so that you could go out for a run you don't need to take your phone you've got your watch playing your running playlist Mm -hmm. you've got your airpods in on you go you can leave your phone at home in an emergency you can make a call or whatever and so that's obviously i feel like with the the physical element of the airpods pro 2 they're building on that more as well you know you don't even now need to go into your pocket or to get or your watch to like adjust the volume of something you're listening right. to on your phone you've just got it in your ears which i, I kind of like I, i'll be interested to see how you find them when you get when yours arrive yeah i'm really excited for them because one of the things you know i have to like kind of put them back in my ear like all the time because mm-hmm. i have small ears so one thing is i'm super excited about the extra small tips oh yeah that way they won't keep popping out i'm one of those people when i start talking you know they kind of inch out so i'm looking forward to that i'm also looking forward to the speaker on the actual case because i don't sometimes i put my case down i have no idea where they are so now when you ping it you'll actually get a sound emitting from the case so that's super helpful but i'm really interested in the way that you can customize and personalize the the sound mm. that it has coming through so i'm really excited um to get them um on friday and i'll definitely i'll i'll tweet you on on yeah. my thoughts <laughs> I wanna, to, to I'm, you know. I'm intrigued to know i mean I swear, if I end up buying all of this stuff because you're telling me how great it is, I'm going to be furious at you. But <laughs> um, yeah, the, that taking the kind of audio world seriously, Apple has always done that. 
but you know, let's be honest, the the headphones that used to come in your iPhone box were mm-hmm. pretty crummy. They did not sound great. There was a real uh, reason why loads of people always bought an extra different pair of headphones. Yep. Like they were just about okay for calls. Yeah. Um, I didn't ever listen to sound on the original AirPods, but the original AirPods Pro, the sound is pretty good. Yeah. Um, obviously, Apple is introduced lossless in Apple Music as well. So, like, mm-hmm. audio technology is something they continue to take very seriously. Yeah, and with the spatial audio they're adding as well. Um, and honestly, for these things to be so small, the noise cancellation is really good for for these small little devices mm. and they did an improvement on the the generation 2 so i'm interested interested to see how they've improved on that as well yeah i've always been quite impressed with the uh noise cancellation in the airpods pro i've said i've said various times they even work on the london underground like you can listen to a podcast on the london underground with airpods pro and mm. you can actually hear what someone's saying mm-hmm. um which is you know no mean feat it's a pretty impressive thing so if they say yeah. they've improved that even more that's gonna right. be really interesting to see so it's one of those things okay. where you can like if you're like you like you were mentioning in your underground like it's that they will be now able to filter out like extreme noises i think in the announcement they use the example of someone jackhammering on the street <laughs> they're able to isolate that particular sound and kind of filter it out so it's not, you know, you can see someone jackhammering, but it really does kind of drill down to be able to take super loud noises noises, and, you know, kind of, you know, filter them out as well. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I want to round out by coming a bit back to the the cameras, because I think that really was the thing. A lot of people, well, there was Dynamic Island on the pros, but that and the cameras were the two big takeaways weren't they really mm-hmm. for yeah the iphone 14 pro and just a quick reminder so there's a new 12 megapixel ultra wide camera on there an improved telephoto camera a new front true depth camera that's what you were describing mm-hmm. how you look so good in all your selfies um <laughs> there's a new adapted true tone flesh so that's nine leds that change the pattern based on the chosen focal length apparently uh there's and they've added all sorts of computational photography as well. So night mode, there's smart HDR, there's portrait mode, which I really like already. So yeah. if they've in- improved that, that'd be great. There's some portrait lighting. There's all sorts of different modes there. And they've stuck on Apple Pro Raw as well, which is, um, you know, a very high-end uh, way of storing the videos. Like this, But it's effectively lossless, I think, is the right. way I think of it. Anyway, that might be slightly naive, but that's how I think of it. Uh, apparently, there's a new action mode as well for incredibly smooth-looking video. I don't know if you've taken any action shots of yourself yet. I haven't done the action shots yet, but I'll let you know. <laughs> I think you should shoot, like, video of Terrence, your co-host, like, <laughs> you know, r- running down the streets or something, climbing up something, you know, get some real well, action. Definitely have to ask him because I know his youngest son does soccer and he posted right. a video. He, he made, he scored a goal and he did kind of like the, the Beckham slide on his knees. <laughs> so I'd be interested to know if he used that action mode on, on that type of thing to yeah. kind of see how it, how it worked. See, it's all the same blockbuster kids football matches. It's all the yeah. same. Um, and yeah, and then so they've added some, again, I don't know if you've had a chance to kind of shoot and edit video on it, but there's some pro level workflows as well, they're calling them. So there's things like ProRes, there's end to end Dolby Vision HDR in there. So 
they've really really worked to enhance the both the physical and computational side it's really interesting to me that you said right at the top of the show that you can see the real physical differences in the camera um i guess you'll notice the have you like taken pictures similar pictures and notice the the difference from when you took it on the 12 pro to the 14 pro or video it's it'd be interesting to compare yeah it's i haven't done like an actual physical compare but i just know a picture you know that i've taken on my 12 and i know what the image looks like on the 14 like i said it's really slick and it's very like crisp it's like the the best word i can use to describe it because it's very like clear and clean um you know sometimes things can get a little bit fuzzy yeah um, especially when you, you zoom in photos. yeah and i i haven't i haven't really noticed that and what i've seen i would be interesting to see as people start to use it especially content creators is you know if you use like squarespace or any of the other sites you know you really it's it's trying to really take you in the vein where you're not necessarily needing your laptop. If you're out on the go and you want to do a blog post or something, you can snap your photo from there. You can edit your photo from your phone and you can upload it, um, you know, to whatever, you know, site you use to, to host your, your content. And it's all done, you know, on this relatively small device. So it was kind of like, you can do a lot of work, especially for content creators on the go. And you don't necessarily have to sit down and edit on, a iPad or a laptop, you can do a lot of that from, you know, your phone and, you know, keep yourself mobile and keep yourself moving. Yeah, I think that's right. Especially when you, you read what they say about the, what Apple says about kind of the video editing capabilities. Yeah. You know, if you're a person that does TikTok or YouTube or particularly YouTube shorts, I can see this being relevant. You can just make that stuff on the go and yeah. share it whilst you're, while it's kind of happening in real time, right. I think it'll be interesting. Content creators, I think, will probably will get to see quite a lot of that emerging. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try it out on you know editing some video and uploading it to to YouTube because we do like do clips of our show mm. and post it to our YouTube channel. So you know some of those kind of like tests to kind of see you know what the difference you know even really looks like or or how simple it is or you know how easier it'll make life for yeah. people on the go. I've always been kind of put off watching stuff on small screens, but it sounds like, particularly from what you're describing with the display, that even watching video and consuming that content, never mind creating mm-hmm. it, actually given the quality of the display now is quite, is you know, quite a pleasant experience because they've upgraded those displays quite significantly from the model we were, I have, you've upgraded from. Right, absolutely. Well, it's been so great to have you on and great to get your insights into, you know, you spend the money. We've got to get it. We've got to get you to talk about it. And uh, <laughs> we've got to get, we need to make it feel like it was worth it. And it sounds like it was. It sounds like, particularly the, from the camera side and that dynamic eye, and there's a lot going on with the 14 Pro yeah. that's going to work for a lot of people. Um, I, You and I are probably not going rock climbing anytime soon. So that's no. fine. We're chill. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but yeah, so I look forward to uh, hearing what you have to say about those AirPods Pro 2. Where can people, when you keep breaking down this stuff with, with your co-host, Terrence Gaines, where can people find you guys on the Snubble West podcast? 
So you can head on over to our website, snobblewestcast.com. And that pretty much gives you where we are on social media, on YouTube. Me personally, um, I'm at Tech Savvy Diva on all the platforms, but I do most of my engagement over on Twitter. Yep, check out uh, the Snobble West cast and at Tech Savvy Diva. I'm at Charlotte A. Henry on the Twitters. Um, obviously, if you're listening to this in your normal podcast app, you know where to find us, but please share and uh, rate and help other people find the show too. If you're listening over on Substack, well, that's great, but you can also just load it into any podcast app you li- where you listen to other shows. So you can find me there. Just search for the additional, the additional Charlotte Henry, and I'll be there too. Nika, thank you so much for joining me, and I'll see you all next week. Thank you.